It was wrong for you to lock me up. I had to hurt myself to get out. But I forgive you, darling. And I know you're here because I can smell your brains. Go! I'm coming up, Tina. You made me break my hand completely off this cantina. But I don't care, darling, because I love you. You've got to let me eat your Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears. This is episode number 48. My name is Larry, and with me as always is my co-host Jessalyn. Hello everybody. And we got a little, a few things to talk about this week uh, mm-hmm. that we've seen lately, and um, Jessalyn went out of town too, was stuck there near a hurricane, or what? was it a tropical storm? Well, it was escalated to a hurricane while I was there, but it wasn't... Like, I wasn't in a hurricane, everybody. I'm not trying to be a drama queen about this. Oh, my, yeah. my flight was canceled. There was a big tropical storm. But you made it home. Yeah, I was in New Orleans, so not a bad place to be stranded. Yeah. Um, and here I am. In, unless it floods, and we all know well, what happens. You know, Last time it flooded. If there was a hurricane, which there wasn't. Yeah, not there in was New not, Orleans. yeah, not this time. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty, you know, thinking about that, if there, like, was a flood again there, and with all, like, the bodies buried you know above ground and everything like that's like such a setting for a horror movie that hasn't happened yet yeah did it not happen in 2007 for katrina it probably did yeah i feel like maybe it did and we just didn't read the gruesome details i don't know or just don't remember no one steal my idea damn it (laughs) it's mine i'm making a zombie movie in new orleans okay exactly i'm there for it i'm here for it yeah Nicholas Cage is starring in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, while you were down there too, you finally got to see The Incredibles too. I did, yes. Um, I saw it in the theater. I was the only one in that theater because it opened in <clears throat> mid June, and now it's September. And it right, was yeah. Tuesday at noon. Yeah, like so yeah, exactly. Nobody was in the theater. I liked it a lot. I knew I was going to like it a lot. Um, I think my expectations were so high. I, yeah. I wasn't disappointed. I liked it a lot, but I liked the first one better. Right. Well, that's what usually happens yeah. with sequels anyway, except for Aliens. But, right. <laughs> but there are the few sequels that are better, like Aliens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what I thought was funny about it is that you were in the theater alone, which mm-hmm. is a dream come true, which rarely ever happens, yeah. right? And the funny thing is, is that you weren't even halfway through the movie, and then you had to go to the bathroom. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I came from the casino, and I had a beer in my hand. What else am I going to do? So, yeah, I had to. And in 
New Orleans, much like Vegas, you can go wherever you want with your alcohol. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I should have asked him to pause it. Like, yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah. Well, you had a cup. Just pause it, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna pee in a cup. Well, while you were gone and and you were watching that, I was alone and I was able to watch finally Dunkirk. Yeah. Which was really really good. I love how they laid that film out. It, um, it comes from three different perspectives, one by air, one by boat, and one by land, and they're all separated in how long these sequences are. So the air one, which has Tom Hardy in it, is last over a day. Covering his face, because for, yeah, nobody for, likes for Tom Hardy's no. face for some reason. Why would they, why would they want to see his <laughs> ugly face? Interesting, uh, okay. And then the, um, the one that is a day is about, uh, by boats, which is a guy, um, from uh, Dunkirk, or who's who's going, who's bringing people to and fro the war that's happening, because they have no way to get across uh, the river, so they need you know people to help, and there was no military vessels there, so they needed help from the locals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the other the day is with the boat, and the land is with the, the the soldiers there trying to get out, and it takes them a whole week to get out of there. So yeah, it was really interesting. Not a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the music's really cool in in it. The music is kind of a character in itself too. And just yeah, it was just really good. There wasn't it wasn't melodramatic at all. It was just it threw you right in there and boom, you know, you you experienced all that with the, with the rest of the soldiers. Okay. <clears throat> so I really liked it. I wish I could have seen it in IMAX. Yeah, that's I'm sure what it was meant for. I'm sure. And it was realistic too. So, like, when they would shoot planes down, you know, in Hollywood fashion, they'd explode into a million pieces. No, like, the planes would get shot, and then, you know, you'd see, like, the, the engine go out, and you see a flame, or, like, a smoke coming out of it, and it would go down. And, you know, there wasn't, like, a huge explosion, which I thought right. was really cool, you know? It was yeah. really, really realistic and, and puts you in it. What grade would you give it? I would give it uh, an A, a definite A. Okay. I don't know if you'd like it or not, but well, yeah, that, that one creepy kid from... <clears throat> Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's in it. He's not creepy. And he's not creepy. Said. No, he's not. <laughs> he's scary as hell in Killing of <laughs> a Sacred Deer, so I'm curious. So yeah, when when uh, I saw the pictures for that for for that movie, and, I was, and then I saw the actor in this movie, I'm like, oh, great, you know, I, I, I haven't seen him in anything else, but then I finally see him in something... And you gave me all the info about how he's creepy, so then to see him in a movie, I'm like, oh, great, this guy's going to be creepy. You already have preconceived notions Exactly. Well, that's a testament to his acting even more. Yeah, yeah, good for him. He's not. So you, what grade would I start it with? Uh, it's actually under two hours, wow. so it's like an hour and 47 minutes. I guess I just assumed it was over two hours. Yeah, okay. like, like there was no melodrama in it, that's yeah. why. It's all just straightforward war and just getting through something, so... Yeah, and then I finally watched uh, Kingsman Two, uh-huh. the Golden Circle. Uh, I like the first one a lot. Uh, I like Matthew Vaughn as a director. He did Layer Cake, uh, Kick Ass, Stardust, mm-hmm. a bunch of different films. Produced a lot of them too. Uh, so I I like him as a director. Uh, this movie was okay. I mean, you go into it for the action anyway. Right. The action is a bit more over the top and silly. How is that even possible? Exactly. <laughs> I like how the Kingsman action and definitely Matthew Vaughn's directing style and how that whole church scene played out, which sold the, pretty much the whole movie for me anyway. Me too, yeah. 
But with the goofiness in the second one, it really kind of takes you out of the movie. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. I mean, you, you know, you, you already know what you're getting into, but to make it more goofy, you know, I, I just, I don't know, I didn't like it as much. Yeah, I feel like the first one still had some heart. Yeah, it did. This one, not as much. But they do got have the Viper from Game of Thrones in it, and I always like to see oh, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he get killed horribly? Don't tell me. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you'll have to see it, which you probably won't. But. Yeah, I might. Who knows? <laughs> and then we finally, you and I finally watched uh, Murder on the Orient Express, the newest version of it, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, it's available on HBO or any HBO add-ons. That's how we watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one's got some pretty big names in it. Uh, mm-hmm. It has uh, Johnny Depp, Willem Dafoe, Judy Dench, Michelle Pfeiffer, Penelope Cruz. We got Nicodemus, uh, Derek Jacoby's in it. Leslie Odom Jr., who may not be big to you, but he's big to all Broadway fans because he originated <laughs> the role of Aaron Burr in Hamilton. Ah, well, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daisy Ridley. That I already mentioned. Uh, Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Josh. <laughs> well, finally, this guy isn't doesn't play a, a total like just goofy, shitty character that just annoys the. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And he didn't irritate me as much in this movie because he's playing not playing one of those characters. Right, and yeah. I love Frozen so much that I forgive him a lot now. He's <laughs> off in Frozen, and he's adorable. And I did find out that. They just kind of let him do and say whatever he wanted and then created the character, animated the character around him. Oh, wow. Well, and that made cool. me like him a lot more. But yeah, when I see him in person, I'm usually like, oh, here we go. And he's like the low-rent Dan Fogler. He, well, not anymore. I would call him the, I would call Dan Fogler the low-rent Josh Gad now. He was just like a low-rent <laughs> Jack Black anyway. Yeah. So I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Josh Gad, and he's fine, not annoying at all, I would say. How did you like this movie? It was okay. I don't. I haven't read the Agatha Christie book, nor Neither do I know I. anything about it, and I haven't seen the older movie either. Same here. So I had no idea right. going into it. So I don't know. The end seems dumb. <laughs> but if that's how Agatha Christie wrote it, then you're just staying true to the source. Yeah, material. yeah. If that's how it goes, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't know who it was throughout the whole the whole time. And that makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pretty much just a Sherlock Holmes kind of, you know, story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kenneth Branagh is the, you know, Sherlock Holmes of the movie. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, in the end, he kind of has to go against his own moral compass. Yeah. Do the right thing, quote unquote. Right, know. yeah. Reminds me of like a, a cop, you know, follows the law to the very inch. You know. Yeah, and then like softens. Like yeah. He realizes what happens and he sympathizes with the murderer. Or, Urs, I won't tell you. Uh, oop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought yeah. that, you know, yeah, it was fine. I give it a C. Plus. It's, yeah. it's a very passable movie, nothing great. It's kind of great cast. I would give it, it a does. C, except for the great cast, so I'll give it a C plus. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's good to see Daisy Ridley in something that's not Star Wars. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer, of course, is always nice to see. 
Yeah, uh, Olivia Coleman from Hot Fuzz and The Lobster and soon The Crown. She's playing Queen Elizabeth II. Ooh. Now that they're aging Queen uh, Elizabeth, she's playing playing the older Queen Elizabeth. Uh, okay. So I'm really happy she's getting recognition. I love her. I mean, she's one of my favorite parts in Hot Fuzz, I think. Although all the parts of Hot Fuzz are Yeah, they're all pretty parts. good. Yeah. <laughs> I like the so. mustache detective guys. Yeah. <laughs> and she's the one who pals around with the mustache detective guys. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, great cast. It was fine. Yeah. Nah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, we finally saw it. And, yeah. And that's good. We we knocked some movies out this last week that we needed to see. Yeah. Like, I know you you love The Incredibles, and you, you had to see this one. And I like we said before, prior to this one, this episode, for the summer, we really didn't go out and see too many movies. So, it's we're kind of finally catching up. Yeah, we got way behind because Cinepocalypse made us tire of movies for a little while. Right. Because we were really busy this summer. Yeah, I mean, I love Star Wars and I still haven't seen the Han Solo Solo, movie. Solo, yeah, we gotta see that I think that's coming out pretty soon on Video On Demand so we can just catch it on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, as long as it is. You know what? I I wanted to watch the Avengers Infinity War and I was thinking about renting it but it's not available to rent yet but it's like 20 bucks to To burn it it digitally and like, fuck this. No, I'll wait. I'll wait too. I do want to see it again, definitely. But yeah, Black Panther's on Netflix. I yeah, I started watching it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I noticed it was in my queue. I yeah. wondered. <laughs> yeah, I started watching it again last night. Uh, not last night, a few nights ago. Actually, while you were gone, I think I started watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I I, I was heard about the other uh, the other day was about people expanding like their digital libraries. Mm-hmm. Um. And I guess that must be pretty easy to do now that you have all these online, like Amazon and such and such, to buy these films and store them just whenever. You know, that's kind of cool. There, I've done that with some Amazon movies. I've bought them just because I want to access them from any device that I have forever. Right. It, and I don't mean the new one, you guys. Oh, I mean the fuck. 1990s one, and I don't care what you think. Um, and a few Ugh. others that I just, I want these, I want access to these forever until, you know, the apocalypse when the internet goes down and we can't have them anymore, but. Yeah, you just don't yeah. like physical copies anymore, do you? No, I just don't <clears> see the <throat> point. Why? I've lost so many DVDs and VHSs. Right. I moved like 10 times when I moved to the city alone. Uh, Chicago is the city that I'm, uh, referencing. <laughs> yeah, I like being able to. I like buying something and being able being able to access it on any device I have on my Fire Stick, on my Xboxes, on my PlayStation when I get one, on my phone, on my mm. Kindle, on my you know iPad. Should I ever get one? Access it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I want my movies yeah, wherever I go. Devices I could think of. Uh. <laughs> Laptop. You know. I mean, you like the physical copy, especially because the the VHSs that you have, you like. The box art, especially, right, yeah. which is why you want to keep it. Because yeah. the VHS themselves are going to degrade pretty soon, anyway. Yeah, and they're not going to be. The tapes will be pretty much worthless. A lot of digital copies come with like a, like the Marvel movies come with a comic strip, or even mm-hmm. when I buy a ticket to see oh, yeah. a movie in the theater, it comes with a poster that I can order if I want to for free, which I never do. Maybe I should start doing that. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, I mean, they're, they are maintaining some level of artwork. Right, yeah. But I do feel like there are artists out there who are screaming at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not the same. I know it's not the same, but... Yeah, yeah. Some, I like to hold it in my hands. Yeah, I yeah. understand that. But I am going to be downgrading my DVD collection very, very soon. 
Uh, I have a lot of horror movies that I'm... I don't think I'll watch them again. Or I don't know when I'll watch them again. And if I do, I can always just access them. Like we were just talking about. Right. And did you buy them because you didn't know the, in the future you'd yes. be able to access them anywhere? Yes. Exactly. exactly. Like, I didn't love this movie, but it's in the Hollywood video bin for two bucks. Exactly. So. <laughs> and and uh, this is going to lead a little segue here into <laughs> how we are going to Iowa in October. Mm-hmm. For a little convention out there. Uh, why don't you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, it's called Halloween of Palooza. Um, it, it's something that's been put on uh, for the last couple of years by one of my sister's childhood friends. I don't know. Uh, Holly Berg, I'm going to name drop you, Holly. I don't know if you're okay with being on our podcast, but you are. <laughs> she used to live across the street from us from when she was like five years old, maybe even younger. Was a friend of my sister's. She moved out to Ottumwa. I feel like she's the Leslie Nope of Ottumwa and helps put on this Halloween festival in Ottumwa, Iowa. And it takes place in Hotel Ottumwa, which is supposedly haunted. Nice. And they have booths and they show movies. They have a couple of celebrities coming. We're going because of our podcast, but we also were more interested because we're part of the prescribed. Oh no. Films Podcast Network. Films Podcast Network. <laughs> PFPN. Uh, and so, you know, we've been kind of talking to some of the guys uh, in that network. And so we're going to go set up a booth and. Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff I'm going to sell there, like uh, horror DVDs and horror magazines, some horror uh, toys, mm-hmm. even. So I'm going to have a, a lot of uh, cool little things out on the table there along with uh, yeah. our cards and everything and just come by give us talk, you know, talk to us if you're going to go there and i'm excited to see what kind of stuff they're yeah. going to have there yeah, i'm looking forward to it there's some celebrities going to be there horror celebrities uh other art artists mm-hmm. other people selling stuff they're playing movies trivia did so, you say when yeah. it was it's october 12th through 13th correct right yeah. so yeah we uh we will be there and celebrate halloween yeah. I love Halloween. So the segue was because you are going to sell your... Yeah, I'm going to sell... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to sell a bunch of shit yeah. there. <laughs> but probably not... Uh, are you going to sell any of your faces of death or... Well, you know what? I can't because I read uh, for getting a booth there, you have... You can't sell certain things. So like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, that's like actual like death and stuff. And I get it. I don't I think... I, I think I've watched a couple of those, but I don't know. It does seem like some of it is geared towards kids. Yeah, like that, yeah. no pornography, uh, right. so... That makes sense. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, well, kids, yeah, I'm going to have, like, little things for kids, too, there. I'm going to hand out a bunch of little toys and things. So, yeah, it'll be a good, good, cool time. Can't mm-hmm. wait for it. Yeah, me too. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.
Our movie of the week is the 1987 animated feature, Lily Cats. Mm-hmm. K-A-T, it's an acronym. What was it an acronym for, do you I remember? I don't know, you're supposed to look that up. Oh, uh, I forgot because I really didn't care after a while. <laughs> uh, can't, wait, I think we did know. Like, it was like a... Uh, cybernetic... Uh, uh, cybernetic something, rather. Android tele... Technology. Like, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it's a cat. <laughs> it's uh, by director Hisayuki Toriyami, mm-hmm. um, and written by Hiroyuki Hashiyama. Yeah, so what, how did you hear about this, first of all? I actually heard about this movie from a film critic who said it's kind of like Alien. I was okay. like, oh, really interested. I want to check it out. Because this guy is kind of into uh, anime and stuff. And into other movies, too. Kind of like me. He's in a lot of the same things I do. Mm-hmm. Like, and he mentioned this movie. I was like, well, I got to check it out. And I did. And I kind of liked it. You know I, I yeah. you know how I like alien clones? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Or at least I like to review them. Do you uh, know anything about the director or the writer? Yeah, I do. Um, the writer especially, uh, I believe he used to um, write Robotech. And some of the like older uh, Japanimation uh, oh, okay. cartoons and stuff, so you kind of see like the same models in um, in Lily Cat that you would in some of the other productions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, tell me about this movie, Lily Cat. It's available on Amazon Prime uh, for free if you have an Amazon Prime membership. Right. The expendable crew of a corporate space vessel must stop a murderous, shape-shifting alien organism that somehow got on board. However, the alien monster is not the only trouble on board. Ooh. What could it be? It's a cat. Uh, It's a cat, yeah. (laughs) uh... (laughs) Uh, You know, I was looking at some of the the voice actors in this movie. Yeah. Uh, A lot of them are... um, do the voiceovers for a lot of the Japanimation uh, movies that came out over here. So these are the American or what? Yeah, the American. Speaking. Yeah, because that's the version we watch, so we'll right. go off the American voice actors. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these guys uh, did voices like an Akira or uh, okay. uh, Robotech or Gundam, Lupin the Third, Street Fighter, Ninja Scroll. Wow. Yeah, Vampire Hunter D. Like I look through all their profiles, and a lot of the same uh, movies came up for them. Okay. And I was like, wow, because I, I recognize some of those voices, too, because I've seen a lot of this sure. stuff before. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. it sounds, you know, because, you know, um, yeah, I guess they just used the same guys when they converted over to English. Might as well. And there was another guy, too, and there's uh, Greg Snegoff. Is that his name? Greg, Gregory Snegoff. Gregory yeah. Snegoff. I think I made a comment when we first started the movie. But he was um, a voiceover actor for a lot of, like, uh... Uh, Italian exploitation films, like the cannibal films. but And you've never seen any of those movies, right? No, you told me about one where they pull apart a turtle for real, and I yeah, was like, yeah, no, I'm no. not going to watch any of those. No, yeah, no, you don't need to All watch those. All I want to do is call the police. <laughs> it's a little, little late now. The yeah, statute of limitations are... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this is an alien clone. Alien, well, Alien, uh, The Thing... Yeah. And it's uh, of, uh, what's that one, uh, 2001, also. Yeah, those were of. the three. It's, yeah, heavy on the thing, a little lighter on Aliens, and then a splash of 2001 A Space Odyssey. There's a spaceship going through space right now, and you see uh, a bunch of people going into hypersleep. They're going to sleep for about 20 years. 
while they're on a trip to like another planet, I believe, mm-hmm. to where they have some job to do there. Right, and they're they <clears> only <throat> biologically age by one year. Right, when they're in hypersleep for Com- twenty years compared to twenty. Correct. Right. So we get uh, half the people there are the crew members of the ship, and the other half are the workers going there. So everyone goes into cryo sleep. One of the actually the president's daughter goes on this trip, and she brings her cat with her, and mm-hmm. the cat sleeps. Like in his own little, uh, his own little it's container. His own little, yeah, he's uh, lying on his back. <clears throat> like he would when in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they jet off into space. And while they're in hypersleep after a few months, their vessel picks up an alien life form. It looks like a turd. <laughs> and they capture it, and their arm in the vessel breaks off a part of the wall into the ventilation system, and the bean, or turd that it looks like (laughs) flies in the ventilation system and you know kind of matures and the spores go through the ventilation yeah it's all spory it's the worst possible place it could go yeah in the ventilation exactly it's everywhere everywhere yeah everyone wakes up from cryo sleep including the cat it would seem and uh we find out that there are two stowaways or people who have um, misrepresented themselves as working for this corporation. So they have to find out who these people are. But while this is happening, the spores have gone through the air conditioning and started infecting people and they start dying. Right. They, I just want to They clarify because they, they see a video of someone telling them right. they're imposters on the ship... But then that video cuts out, like somebody's deleted right, who yeah. those imposters are, right, when they're about to tell them, yeah. Right, exactly. This one guy, uh, I guess he's security for this ship. Blonde douchey Ron Perlman. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> he's the first one to die. I thought he was going to live longer in this film. Me but too. Yeah. I was surprised he, he died so early, yeah. Yeah, but, but cool though, you know, he was like the douchey guy, and those guys usually last a while in You're movies, right. mm-hmm. and he died first. So cool. But yeah. we don't really see how he dies. We just see his mortified body. Yeah. The doctor dies that's on the ship, too, and we just see his mortified body also. And mm-hmm. the body starts stacking up, and they put it, like, in the, the morgue or uh, the hospital or whatever they have on the ship. And later on, they disappear, kind of like the thing, in a way. And uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> We're about... And this movie's only 60-some minutes long, 61 or 65 minutes long. And we're, we get through about 40, 45 minutes of this movie without seeing the monster. True. Mm-hmm. While people are dropping left and right. So what happens next is... Well, not next, but throughout the film, we find out that the cat on the ship is actually like a defense system. Or it's trying. It's like on a trial run to replace humans from making these long trips. And he protects... He's trained to protect the cargo in any, any way he can. Mm-hmm. Or any way he can't. <laughs> so yeah um that's pretty much the gist of the movie everyone gets knocked off and they start their bodies start getting absorbed by this monster which we finally see mm-hmm. good guys get away at the end and that's really about it it's really quick you don't really get too much character development we find out like the captain and the first mate are 240 years old and 151 years old respectively right. so there's a little bit of sadness about you know how isolated they are they decided to have this life in space and when they got one day they got back to earth and no one they knew was even alive right anymore. yeah so there's a little sadness there uh, we find out that the two imposters are Hiro and Barry, 
hero killed three drug dealers and was on the run from Barry, who's the cop. Mm-hmm. Am I spilling too much now? No, no, go there? keep going. Yeah, you're getting yeah. there. At the end of the, when they think there's no way to escape, hero's like, well, I guess I'll just shoot myself in the head. And the captain, what? Hamilton. Hamilton, that's right. Yeah. And the captain says they can get away in the escape pod, um, and he sacrifices himself and lets Nancy, the president's daughter, right. and Hero get away in the escape pod. And then uh, Hamilton blows up the whole ship, but the little alien, big, big, big alien, alien now, right yeah. now, gets onto that escape pod, but it ends up getting burned up in the atmosphere, and they get back to Earth. So I don't even think it's back to Earth, though. It's back to some planet they've never uh, been to, and that's where, the, oh, that's where the movie ends. Okay. Yeah, because they're 20 years away from Earth. Some planet they've never been to, yeah. That's right, that's right. How could they possibly yeah. <laughs> But they escape into... So you're, you're right, that doesn't mean that they're safe. Right, yeah, Even who knows? the cat, probably. Well, the cat blew up, yeah. Yeah, the... Well... <laughs> <laughs> the thing that sucks about the cat... He dies twice, and the first time you don't know... Both times you don't really know that he's a an android. Right, right yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, oh, great, cat death. Yeah, you oh, said that during the movie. Another cat death. Yeah. Cool. Same cat. Yeah, well, then you got to, no, it's not really a cat. It's, yeah. a, it's a robot cat. And then you were giggling about, go ahead. What was I giggling about? I bet you were giggling about how the cat's face starts <laughs> to come off. Yeah. And there's... Like, it, there's Android Cat. Under, it's like a Terminator Cat. Terminator Underneath. <laughs> it's got the red eyes and everything. <laughs> so it does get kind of funny. Like, he's talking to the computer and he's running around the whole time. His face is half off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's talking to the computer on and off throughout the movie, seeing if there's, you know, anything they can do to, to get rid of this. It's interesting. It's an interesting film. I like how they joined all that. That's those three different movies into one. And this is actually one time where I'm, I'm happy they don't necessarily get into character development. Because there's a lot of disposable characters in this film. Yeah. You really don't get to know them because you really don't need to. And they're not really going to add anything to the story. And it needs to keep moving forward. Especially with animation. Because I, I think animation really needs to hold your attention a little yes. bit longer. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it can get boring pretty quickly with dialogue scenes in anim- animated films i just unless they're really really good you know and they if it's it, but yeah but a good topic and a good plot then yes but if it's a movie like this where there's you, you're the, the plot's pretty weak and you're just moving everything forward then you really don't need this character development at all right because i mean the only i wouldn't say that i disagree with you i like this movie it's nice and quick what i don't like about it the best parts of the thing are those quiet, tense moments of paranoia where you don't know mm-hmm. who the thing is, right. where the thing is, and right. that's completely cut out of this. And yes. rip off of the thing, basically. They cut right. all that out. <laughs> so that makes it, it's not very tense at all. And that's no, the it's best not. part of the thing. Right, right, right. But if you're into just kind of like a little action flick, flick yeah. you know, quick moving, uh, not too much character development, but some starts to pan out at the end. You get to mm-hmm. know the main characters a bit more. Because you don't need to know everyone. Like uh, like the movie Aliens, for example, once again. Yeah. Which I'll keep bringing up all the time. Pick off Spunkmeyer. Yeah, right? exactly. Who gives a fuck about... <laughs> like, whoever knew anything about Crow or Weir's Bowski or, <laughs> right. or Dietrich, you know? Bye, like, bye, yeah. bye. Like, who even knew who Pharaoh was, you know? And, Drake <laughs> like, was only important because Vasquez was so upset about him. Right, yeah. exactly. But yeah, you don't need to know about the rest of those people. Yeah. Uh, there are ten kills in this movie. Oh, I, I counted nine. nine. Yeah. I counted ten. Okay. 
The cat? I don't think I counted the cat. No, you didn't count. I think I counted the cat. Oh, okay. One of the cats, at least. I did it really fast, so you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Two breasts. There are quick flashes of animated breasts. I was going to say one, because I didn't really see the other one. I saw them both. (laughs) There was a quick flash, and I got a good eye for breasts. Uh, No no animated penises. Nope. No? Uh, What grade do you give this movie? I give it a C. There's nothing original about it. It's a ripoff of three movies, essentially, and like I just complained about, they cut out the best parts of the one that it's, of the thing, the one Actually, that so heavily rips off. They probably, you know, just take out all the good parts of all three of those movies anyway, and yeah. just, you know, got to the, the meat of what, I guess, those movies are when you look at it from afar. That makes me want to give it a D plus, actually. I think I gave it a D plus. Yeah. D plus. They even there's even a quote I wrote down at the very beginning. Some guy says, as a famous comic book character once said, I'm getting too old for this shit. I was like, come on. You had to squeeze lethal weapon in there too. Well well, uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. uh, because the dubbing I'm sure is different. You're right. Okay. So I'm sure lethal weapon might have come out. I mean, when they the did the dub year. for this, yeah. it might, yeah, so that might have All happened. right, I'm going to let that one slide, because you're right, it was probably the translation, they just changed it to a different... Right, right, right. Reference. All right, forget. And did you notice in the movie, too, that the, the dialogue is really quick, like they're just trying to fire through it as fast as yeah. possible? I feel like it they all Japanese anime, though. Because I think it's with the, the animation, and they only have so long to fit what English they could fit into what compared to what Japanese was in there in the first right. place. So they kind of got it. Maybe it was quicker in Japanese than it would be to say in English. Like so they, they might have to use five English words to say one yeah, Japanese yeah, word. Sure, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's probably why. I give it a C. I, I like alien clone movies. <laughs> you know, come up with your own ideas. <laughs> I hate to defend James Cameron, but here we are. <laughs> I got you to do it. It only took 48 episodes. You love him. I think maybe I defended him a little in Strange Days. A little. I'll make you do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Any passing thoughts here on Lily Cats? Feh. Feh. Uh, that's good it was thought. short, 67 minutes. Exactly. I, I, I knew you'd love it. Yeah. Or not. Well, like the, the experience that mm-hmm. was so quick. How about you? Anything else you want to add? No, no, not too much. I, you know, I like I said before, I like clones of Alien. I like these kind of movies anyway, mm-hmm. and it's cool to to see old animation now. After yeah. you know, seeing a movie like The Incredibles two or all this, yes. the stuff that's coming out now is Every just single hair movie. Exactly, yeah. it's cool to see animation like this that I grew up watching. Yeah, favorite so. part. Uh, I think my favorite part was probably near the end when an alien comes out and just comes out of the ship and starts attacking the other one. That was kind of cool. The alien reveal was kind of cool, too. Uh, Some of the stories the characters told I liked, or or, even though they were speaking them very quickly. Right. Yeah, I I thought they were, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when uh, Nancy talks about why she got on the ship, we didn't talk about that at all. So she just... Very quickly, she starts freaking out about being on the ship because she thinks she's going to die. And she tells us this whole story about 
how she wanted to, she was jealous of her best friend and blah, blah, blah. Her best friend stole her boyfriend. And so she wanted to go into hyperspace and come back 20 years later being the same age when her best friend was 40 old. years later, 40 years later. They have to go back. Yeah. yeah. And we were just like, wow, there is so much to unpack here. That was so much information. But yeah, your friend sounds really shitty. I hope they're not <laughs> Stealing your boyfriend. Yeah. What an asshole. Fucking stick it to her, eh? <laughs> the dialogue's really quick. And sort of, that almost makes it funny. Like yeah. That, that one tantrum. <laughs> All right, that about does it for this episode. Thanks for checking us out once again. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll be back next week, episode 49. Then... 50 after that, which will be Jesslyn's episode. And 49, we're looking at, so we just found out a couple of hours ago that Burt Reynolds died. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we're probably going to do a Burt Reynolds movie. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Cannonball Run. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I've seen. Oh, do you're in for a treat. Oh, my God, it's going to be movies. great. Like yeah. Jackie Chan's in it and shit. Oh, it's great. So yeah, so R.I.P. Burt Reynolds will probably <laughs> celebrate you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Burt Reynolds laugh. <laughs> All right, everyone, take it easy. Thanks for listening.